I am thankful uh, that uh, the Lord strengthened me enough. To, I, I, I really, I really had to push myself to get here. I, uh, I don't. It's not. It's not the crud and all that stuff going around, but it's uh, stomach virus uh, that I've been I've been dealing with and uh, not been able to eat anything. So I'm very weak in my body. And uh, and then um, uh, uh, having to push yourself the way that they are working us right now due to a uh, shortage of employees. The reason the reason that I'm calling off tomorrow night's prayer meeting is not so much of me being uh, being sick, but I'm going to be having to be on that bus uh, from five o'clock in the morning until I don't know how late late tomorrow night. I got to take. Uh, an athletic team, high school came over to David Liskam in some tournaments, and so. Uh, but um, as Brother Paul Moore started doing uh, three or four months back, he said, "You know, it's un- uh, we know that a lot of folks uh, it's difficult you, uh, time you get off work uh, and to drive to be here for our monthly prayer." So we started telling everybody. Even if you can't get here, you can you can cut off the TV, amen, and uh, quit doing everything else. You know what time that we normally pray. I will be sitting on I will be sitting on my bus tomorrow night, but at that time I will begin to pray. So whatever you're doing tomorrow night, just do not end that prayer time. Uh, we can still uh, because how many understands and knows. No matter, we don't have to be standing side by side to be connected in the spirit. Hallelujah, amen. No, we may be 40 miles away from one another, but we still can be connected in the spirit. Hallelujah. So uh, please do so tomorrow night. Also, there's a special prayer request I know wasn't mentioned earlier uh, because I got, I got a text message sitting in here while Brother Bobby was finishing up from Sister uh, Leanne, and she had she had to take her son to the ER uh, because of a, a bad asthma attack, and that's why she's not here today. She hasn't missed in a good while, uh, and uh, she is really she's really been growing spiritually. I'm I think everybody has noticed. Amen. Yes, she has. Um, for the first time during our seven days of prayer and fasting, she took part of that. Uh, and she told me the other night, she, uh, uh, she said that, um, you know, she's just thankful to God for what God has brought her, how far, amen. That he, and so we want to continue to pray for all of them, amen, that God will continue to bless. Also talking about uh, fasting, I ran off some copies of what the 21-day Daniel fast is, and they're laying on the table in the foyer. If you would like to pick up one, it tells you uh, about the Daniel fast, what you can eat and what uh, you can't eat. We are designating the month of January as the whole month, um, as a month of prayer and fasting. And uh, you, you don't have to begin fasting on the first day. Uh, uh, if you uh, don't um, uh, want to, but uh, whenever you, if you want to start that or whatever type fast you're going to be doing, 
uh, during the month of January. We want, we're, gonna, we're doing this as we're giving God the first fruits of the year 2016. Somebody said, I think it was Ronnie. And by the way, for his first time, don't you think he did a great job? There was, there was one time I thought he was going to get anointed and preach where I didn't have to. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Praise the Lord. But um, uh, amen. These, uh, 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 the whole month is a uh, designated, um, we're calling for prayer and fasting. Continue to be praying also for uh, uh, Sister Susie uh, and uh, out there and what she's going through with her dad. Uh, and I will reiterate what's been said. I think some, some people got uh, uh, the address last week. I would encourage the ladies of the church. It would really uh, encourage Sister Susie to uh, have a little note or a card or something. Uh, sent uh, by the lady uh, by the ladies of the church to her, uh, and let's be in prayer. Brother Darrell told me that she has already, since she's been there, had to take two helicopter flights. They had to take her dad. Uh, I think the the hip come out of socket or something another, and uh, so um, she's definitely not on no vacation out there. She is not on no vacation. She's in a place and having to do things that. Uh, uh, none of us would uh, want to be have to put into position, but she is doing that. And so let's pray for her and try to encourage her all we can. The revival they had at Hope well, turned out real good. I went up there Friday night since the ladies uh, uh, were here with the annual Christmas uh, 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 gathering. And uh, uh, Brother Joe did a fantastic job ministering. And they had Friday night. They had uh, they had two get the Holy Ghost Friday night. Amen to the young man. <laughs> Hallelujah! And everybody, let's pray for uh, uh, for Andy, which is Brother Joe's son-in-law. He's seeking the Holy Ghost, and uh, let's pray that God will touch his life and um, give him a, a a filling of the Spirit of God. And as um, uh, as mentioned in the announcements. Please make plans right now. There's no better place for a child to be, child of God to be on the on the watch night and last night be is in the house of God worshiping God, and then a few minutes before midnight praying the old year out and the new year in, uh, and uh, it's no better place to be with the um, church family. And I've been praying about this, and uh, uh, everything I do. Uh, <laughs> Some uh, uh, I know some may think uh, what we come up with or whatever we uh, we just think well that's a good idea I'll jot that down but I, uh, by the help and grace of God by His He He knowing He knowing me I, I I don't make no decisions having to deal with any kind of service without seeking the seeking the face of God and uh, the Lord impressed upon me some time back to call Brother Joe and have him and Sister Emma to come uh, if uh, they wouldn't have a watch night at their church. And, uh, and so uh, uh, they're coming. Brother Joe will be, uh, uh, will be speaking. And then also I was uh, led by the Lord to call. Uh, well, I didn't call. I sent him a, a text message. And uh, Brother, Brother Paul Farley, see if him and uh, Sister Jamie could also come. 
because I didn't I didn't think that their uh, uh, church out, out there was uh, having uh, one, and he got back with me and said he was uh, uh, happy and glad for the invite, and so they're coming. So uh, we're going to have a great watch night service. There'll be others. Uh, there'll be others making talks and singing and testifying during that night. We'll start at eight o'clock and then we'll break about ten uh, to go back to the fellowship hall to have some sandwiches and uh, things of that nature. Then come uh, come back and finish out from eleven o'clock till a few minutes before midnight. Before then, we'll gather around the altar and pray the old year out. And, and this is going to be. Very important um, because 2016 is going to be a very pivotal year. Hallelujah. Uh, that's not just that's just not a, 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 a speech, but that's a prophetic word. Hallelujah. Um, what we've seen in America right now. That is nothing what this country is going to see. Judgment of God is going to hit America in a hard way. And if I was you, if I had any family members, any friends at all who doesn't know the Lord, I would do my best. I would bug the living daylights out of them. Hallelujah. Amen. To, uh, to get them. Amen, uh, in the house of God, because uh, things are winding up real soon. Hallelujah. Let's give our, the Lord another hand clap of praise right now. Thank you, Lord. I told you last week that the message I, I began with last week and leading on up and uh, through the, uh, up to Christmas will be dealing with Christmas uh, and the birth of Christ and uh uh, we began starting things last week, and I'm going to continue that today uh, because there is so much uh, commercialism in Christmas and so much goes on with Christmas. How many understands and knows if we are going to, uh, uh, to celebrate Christmas any kind of way, we need to keep Christ in the center of it. Hallelujah. We need to keep Christ. In the center of it. Hallelujah. We miss Brother Paul and Sister Edna not being here also today. Amen. Amen. Others. But let's get in get into the word and I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate Brother Brother Darrell uh obeying the Lord and you just pray for me that I I can uh keep strengthening my body. That's how come I asked Ronnie to come up here to help out on that because I just the way I was feeling I didn't think I could stand here that long and do all that. But uh I know, I know that the joy of the Lord is our strength, hallelujah, and I'm, I'm dependent upon the Holy Ghost right now, amen, to take, um, uh, take over, thank you. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, amen, Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows, after his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, he was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. 
But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which is spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted. <laughs> Woo. Glory to God. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name. Father, we thank you today for your love and your grace. We thank you, Lord, for over 2,000 years it's been now. A Savior came into this world, amen, to help us and to give us hope and deliver us and destroy the works of Satan, hallelujah, within us. I ask right now, Lord, that you will strengthen me in my body right now. I don't need strength in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is all the strength, but you let it strengthen my body. Speak right now, God, what you would have spoken today, and we will give you the praise and the glory in the matchless, majestic, mighty name that's above every name. Let the church say, God bless you. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to speak today on a subject titled, Not an Ordinary Child. Not an Ordinary Child. Hallelujah. How many knows and understand that Jesus Christ was more than a man? I still like that song that Brother Charles and them sung for years and years. I love, man, we're going to have, I'm going I'm to have to get the words to that and put it on the screen so we can do it because I, it's been a long time since we did it, but he was more than a man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some people think he was a prophet. Some people think he was a good man. Some even people even think he was some kind of angel took form in some doctors and teaching. But I'm glad that I know who he is today. I'm glad for a revelation in my heart and life. Hallelujah. That he was more than a man. Hallelujah. He was more than just an ordinary baby. Hallelujah. His birth was more than just an ordinary birth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Although the term predestination has become a source of much debate down through the years, but I, for one, am truly convinced that the concept of predestination is very much true and that it finds its vindication throughout the pages of all God's holy, um, holy word. Hallelujah. Listen, church. God is not ever been, nor will he ever be an absentee God as those who believe the theory of deism. See, there, there's when you talk about atheism, there's different branches of atheism. Um, some people are, are, are agnostics uh, atheism, and an agnostic is one who thinks that it's impossible to know for sure there is a God. There's no way to really find out. Amen. But then there is a 
deist who, uh, who they through the uh, through the world and through everything that's created, uh, they know that they can't um, uh, disregard creation. Uh, hallelujah! But they say that God created everything and then ran off to leave it, let it run on itself, uh, kind of like a watchmaker would make a watch, uh, wind it up and lay, um, lay it down and go off uh, and let it run on its own. Uh, but I'm glad today that God, Amen, intervenes, uh, Amen, in the work of man. Hallelujah! He's intervened in my life and He intervenes in your life. He knows what time you got up this morning. He knows what time you're going to bed. Oh, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost take over now. Hallelujah. He's a God that's a God of hand and an all glory. Hallelujah. He's never been an absentee God. God is very, very much plays an active part and role in the lives of men and also nations. God has mapped out and planned the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But not only has he done that, he also nudges us along much of the time without our being aware of it and why we follow the path we do. Glory to God, there's some things in your life. There's some choices you made. There's some roads you've turned to go down. You may think you decided it on your own, but I firmly believe that God has always been in the life. Hallelujah. Even back in the days, amen, before, before Brother Randy over there even thought about serving God, there were times that the Holy Ghost was giving him a nudge here and a nudge there to eventually get him to the place where he's at right here today. He loves you that much. Glory to God, he cares about you that much. There are times in every one of our lives right now that if we would continue down a path that we were going, we would be in the graveyard. But God protected your life, hallelujah, when you didn't know it to give you a chance to get right with the Lord. So, God very much plays a role in your life. He nudges you along this way and that way. Hallelujah. Most of the time, we're not even aware of how and why we, we take certain paths that we do in life. Listen to Isaiah chapter 14, verses 16 and 27 about this. Hallelujah. Isaiah 14, 26 through 27. It reads like this. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all nations, my mind. For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. You may think, hallelujah, that evil has control of the world, but I'm here to tell you that my God is still in charge. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
it don't make no difference. Amen. Who gets elected in the White House next year? It ain't going to be your vote that put them there, or it ain't going to be your vote, amen, to kick them out. The Bible says God takes charge. Whoever wins, and even though I'm praying him, Lord, not let it be certain ones, but listen, folks. God is directing the course of history. And everything that happens, God is molded and he's directing in ways that's going to tie everything together so his word will be totally fulfilled. Hallelujah. So it's his purpose. This is a purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is a hand that is stretched out upon all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has purposed. And who shall disannul it? If God makes himself his mind about something, ain't me, you, or nobody else going to be able to deviate from that. Because he still is God. Like it or not, he still is God. Listen to what Daniel said. In Daniel chapter 2, verses 20 and 21. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changed, look at this, he changes, talking about God now, he changes the times and the seasons. Hallelujah. The season that we're in right now, we're in this season because God did it, no man did it. Hallelujah. I know that Obama's a Muslim. I know he don't believe in the real God. But I know one thing. God is even controlling that man. He don't know it. But he ain't got no control over nothing or nobody. And if you are part of the church of the living God, there ain't nothing he can do about you. I believe in this nation. I believe in the Constitution. I believe in the amendments. I believe in our rights because I know they didn't come from a man, they come from God. Even in the preamble, it tells that we are endowed with certain inalienable rights by the Creator. Hallelujah. Amen. So they come from God. Now, but I will do everything in my power to try to keep those that constitution in check. Amen. And I will speak and I will stand up and I will do whatever I need to do. But never mind out of that. If they, if they strike down the Second Amendment next week and they come knocking on doors, Collecting people's God. Let me tell you something. That was the very statement that Hitler said. Hitler said if you want to control a nation, the first thing you got to do is disarm its citizens. Hitler made that statement. It's recorded in history books. But even, even if they straw that, listen, think about how much they've already destroyed in our country. 
if they destroy that and they take away the weapons, I'm a child of the Most High God. And I don't depend, I don't depend on Smith and Wesson to be my protector. Hallelujah! I depend on the Jesus Christ and through the Holy Ghost because He has promised me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper! I'm a child of the Most High God and no Isis or Muslim terrorists can take me out unless God says, okay, I want him home with me. You see, you see what they don't understand. You can't terrorize what ain't got no fear. The love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. And Brother Darrell, the Bible says, perfect love casts out fear. That wipes out terrorism. That destroys terrorism. Oh, if you know how how I was feeling when I walked in here, you'd have to know that the Holy Ghost has got to be doing this right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He changes the times and the seasons. And he removes presidents and sets up presidents. I know, I know Obama thinks he's a king, but we're serving the king. Hallelujah. We don't have kings over here. He ain't learned that yet. We got presidents. But you can take that word king and put president in there because it means rulers of nations. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Elvis Presley had a whole lot more sense than what that man does. Elvis Presley was in a concert one night. Thousands of people there. Somebody held up a sign about midway. Elvis, you're the king. He stopped the music from playing. He says, look, I'm not the king. He's the king. Did he say it, Brother Kenneth? Brother Kenneth knows. Hallelujah. We got to, we got, we need more people to understand that Jesus Christ is King. Hallelujah. So he changes times and seasons. He removeth kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. I'm here to give somebody some hope today. I'm here to encourage somebody. Don't get scared. Don't be afraid of what has happened or what's going to happen. Lord, if I need to go to the mall to buy my wife something for Christmas, that's where I'm going. Ain't no terrorist gonna bother me. Hallelujah. Lord and God, because God is my protector. If I wanna go out to a stadium and watch a football 
football game or a soccer game or a hockey game. I'm going to do it because I am covered by the blood. We don't have towels hanging up by the door with a sign that says, please wipe off the blood before you leave. You got covered when you went out in his name. And guess what? There might have been a towel that, that dried off the water. But once that blood's applied, it stays applied. Woo, hallelujah. It stays applied. Glory to God, hallelujah. So, don't ever think that God isn't in control. And be assured everything in the end will always turn out as he planned and with his eternal purpose in mind. Hallelujah. I said in the end when everything comes to fruition, hallelujah, everything is going to turn out by member of the scripture a while ago. God says I'll purpose it. Who's going to disannul it? I've read the back of the book, Sister Tina, I know who's going to win. Hallelujah. And we are winners. We are winners. Hallelujah. We can't be defeated. Woo, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Ah, oh, and such was the case with the birth of the Savior. Everything from where he was born to the star which lit the way was all orchestrated by the divine hand of Almighty God. From the beginning of the creation to the birth of Jesus, was designed that he would not uh, be an ordinary child. He would not live an ordinary life. life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It was all planned. Hallelujah. You know what the beauty about grace system, Sister Mary, is? And we all can sit here and we can think about the time we, uh, we received Christ. Think about the time that you first come to the Lord. He forgave you. Filled you with the Spirit. At that moment and that time, he already knew that you was going to mess up. But he loved you anyway, and he still made you his child. That's how beautiful grace is. Hallelujah. That's how beautiful grace is. Lord God. Sometimes I've prayed and I've, I've boo-hooed and I've snotted and I've carried on the Lord. Please forgive me if you forgive me. I, I mean, I'd, sometimes I went to God about certain things just like an old drunk would. Oh, God, forgive me. I'll never do it again. You ever heard an old drunk say, I'll never get drunk again, honey? Hallelujah. It's my last. Well, how many times, how many times have we said, Lord, just forgive me. I won't do that again. And God knew you was going to do it again. But he forgave you anyway. Hallelujah, that blood, praise the Lord. So everything that has happened has been predestinated, preordained by God. God had a plan for your salvation long before you ever sinned because he knew when you come along you was going to from the beginning, from the foundation of the world. That's why he set this plan in, in, in motion. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> some of us, if we were God, 
And we knew we was going to create a bunch of people. We was going to put them in a beautiful garden. And we was going to hand everything to them on a platter. But then it was going to turn. We knew ahead of time through our, 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 our wisdom and our understanding that it was going to reject us. I don't know if it was me. I may not have created them anyway. Come on. But God, when, when God was forming Adam out of the dust of the ground, and uh, Sister, uh, <laughs> Sister Shelley, when God was forming Adam, he already knowed he was go- that Adam was, Adam was going to let a woman lead him astray. Uh, you'd, you'd have to hear our conversation this past Wednesday night maybe to uh, understand that. But when he was making Adam, he, he knew. And, and, and even then, when, when he put Adam asleep and he took a rib out and from that created, created the woman, he knew that that woman was going to lead the one he's already created astray. But see, that's how God operates in grace and mercy. And that's how he created from the beginning. He put in the beginning how that first Christmas was going to be. And he orchestrated everything. He orchestrated it all. I want to talk a little bit about incarnated deity. You see, a lot of people in a lot of churches, they, they don't understand about who Jesus really was. And, and, and they... Because of misinterpretation or being taught the wrong way, they miss out on so much. But when we talk about God planning things, we, need, we, we cannot get around Christmas and all this stuff without talking about incarnated deity. Now, according to Webster's Dictionary, and that's where I went to when I looked this word up, incarnation. Hallelujah. It says incarnation. We're not, we're not talking about carnation milk here. Incarnation. Hallelujah. It's defined according to uh, Mr. Webster as <laughs> Lord of mercy. Back, back when I believed in the Trinity, I didn't, I, I, didn't have to, I didn't have to go to the Bible to find out the truth. I just had to open up the dictionary. Because in the dictionary... Incarnation is defined as this, the embodiment of a deity or spirit in some earthly form. The embodiment of a deity or spirit, well, the Bible says God was a what? Spirit in some earthly form. This straight out of the dictionary it, it is the union of divinity with humanity in Jesus Christ. I got that out of Webster, but that'll preach. Hallelujah. The, the union of divinity and humanity in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. If you remember the opening verse of the scripture text that I read back in Matthew, I believe it was Matthew 1 and 18, I think it is. Uh, um, uh, we can look back at it. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Now incarnation says... Uh, 
amen, uh, that it's the embodiment of a deity or spirit in an earthly form. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, he was more than a man. He was not just an ordinary bird. The first evidence that Jesus was no ordinary child was in the fact that he had no earthly father. Mm. No human sperm to enter the body of Mary to cause a conception by human means. Mary was a virgin who under the strict rules and guidelines of the Mosaic law, punishable if violated by death, had never had sexual contact with any man. This mere fact alone declares that the conception of Mary was a miraculous event. Hallelujah. No other birth in human history has ever come close to the likeness of the birth of Jesus Christ. Can somebody say amen? Well, if that be the case, some people ask, how did she conceive? That's a question worth well our consideration, I will tell you today, church. The answer is in this word, incarnation. Hallelujah. Remember what Webster said, the embodiment of a deity or spirit in some earthly form, the union of divinity and humanity in Jesus Christ. And I'm here to tell you today, hallelujah, Jesus wasn't part man and part God. Hallelujah, he was fully man and fully God. The spirit of the Most High God entered the body of Mary apart from sexual means and caused a conception to take place that would make Christ a most unordinary child, none like him in human history before or after. You see, still saying, staying there in Matthew chapter 1, the 19 through the 20 verses says, Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. Now, now we in our Western mind, we read that according to how our uh, system is and how we think. When we read that scripture, he said that uh, he was not wanting to make her a public example. That, that don't just mean that he didn't want to embarrass her. Certainly that was part of it. He, did, he, he loved her enough. that he. Did, but this phrase here that he didn't want to make her, do you know how he would have made her a public example if he would have let it out, if he would have went to the elders of the city and let them know that? Because see, in their day, marriage uh, engagement, and uh, it was not like what it is today. I mean, once in their country, in Jewish country, and it's still that way in a lot of cultures today, amen, but betrothal is a little stronger than just engagement. And once somebody is betrothed, if you're going to break that up, you have to go through divorcement for that. That's the truth. You have to go through a, a divorce procedure. So if Joseph, now we all talk about what Mary did, but let's talk about the faith this man had to have. Here, here, here's, this, here's this young uh, young lady, amen, that they went through already a ceremony, a betrothal, and then 
you got to understand, and if you... You, you, ought, you, ought to, you ought to get some of the books on Jewish marriage customs. Sister Darlene studied those uh, and, uh, uh, one time, and I read some of the material that she got. It, it, it's really amazing. But if, if Joseph uh, uh, wanted to get away from her, and he would have to went before the elders of the city and says, I, w- I, want, I don't want this marriage to be complete. We've been betrothed now all these months, but I, I'm through with it. They would naturally ask him why. And when he gave them the answer, it would automatically be in her death sentence. That's what he meant by I didn't want to make her a public example. Because when people were caught in the act of adultery or sexual uh, or relations without being married to somebody, which is called fornication, they would make you a public example. And the way you would be made a public example is they would took you out right there in the public and stoned you to death. That's what the scripture meant when he said he was not willing to make her a public example. He didn't understand why this woman was pregnant. But his love didn't want her to die. The Spirit of God spoke to my heart. It says, in this story, Joseph is a type of God. Mary is a type of the church. And even when we disobey him and we bring shame on his name, he got a plan, Ronnie, for our forgiveness because he loves us so much, even though we sin against him, he don't want to make us a public example. God is not willing that any should die. Oh, do you see the beauty in that? But that all come to repentance. Joseph didn't want to make Mary a public example because he still loved her enough. He did. He knew what he he had. He was born and raised up in that area. He had probably seen people stoned to death. He knew what kind of horrible death it was. He didn't want her to be made up a public example like that. And let me tell you something: Jesus went to hell and back for you because. He went to hell and back for you because he didn't ever want you to be a public example. He loved you so much. He shed his blood. He died. Amen. To give you a way out. Do you understand that? Hallelujah. And because of Joseph's love, when he laid down that night, he went to sleep. God appeared to him in a dream and said, Don't fear. Don't fear to go all the way through this marriage contract because that which is conceived within her is of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) You're going to have a son and you're going to name him Jesus because this Jesus is going to save all humanity. He was not an ordinary birth. I praise God for that. Hallelujah. Don't you praise God for that? I'm fixing to close. 
to be honest, I don't know how. Well, it's got to be the Holy Ghost. I wasn't expecting to go nowhere near this long. <laughs> First Timothy, you see, it was incarnation. It was God and man, two parts to become one. First Timothy 3 and 16. And without controversy, without any kind of argument, without any kind of debate, great is the mystery of godliness. It's a mystery. I will tell you it's a mystery. Our human minds can't, don't, don't try to get me to explain it to you altogether, how Jesus can be the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost all in one. I, I ain't, I, I ain't come close to have in my capacity how to understand it. But it's like everything else in the Word of God. You, we, we, too many people want proof for this and proof for that. Hallelujah. The Bible said if you come to God, you've got to believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Mm. It's, a, it's a mystery. I won't be able to figure it all out until I get to glory. I hope I can, I, by, when I get that glorified body, I'll understand a little bit more. But without any argument, without any controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Hey, well, somebody manifested in the flesh. Who was it? Hallelujah. Manifested. That word manifested means made visible or made known. <laughs> justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. There's a whole lot of scriptures that talks about incarnated deity and that Jesus is God and he's man. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to give you one more, then I'm, I'm going to move on. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 and 19. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ. Who is in Christ? Reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. If the church don't preach this thing, you won't get preached. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't look at somebody and judge them because of the color of their skin or the kind of language they speak. God has given the church the ministry of reconciliation. It's our job to do what we can to reconcile every man, woman, boy, and girl back to God. God was in Christ. He was God. He was man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And all of this came about, it was prophecy fulfilled. For hundreds of years before Jesus was born, everything that happened was prophesied. It was all prophesied. Glory to God. It was prophesied. It was prophecy fulfilled. Amen. Isaiah 9 and 6. Something many, most of us uh, quote. 
For unto us a child is born. Isaiah lived 750 years before Jesus was born. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. Uh, that must be a misprint right there. Everlasting Father. Thomas says, Lord, show us the Father, and it'll suffice. It'll satisfy. It suffice us. Show us the Father. We want to see the Father. No, it was Philip, not Thomas. It was Philip. Because he said, Philip, have I? He didn't say, has my daddy? I want you to know, like, like uh, uh, a good, good brother in Christ, friend of mine, minister, uh, used to used to always say, um, Jesus is not Jehovah Junior. Hallelujah. Jesus told Philip, He says, "Have I been so long with you, Philip?" that you have not known me because he who has seen me has seen the Father. Then he asked him a question. How can you say then show us the Father? He was in there. God was in Christ. My Lord. 